All right, awesome. Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome and welcome back to the podcast. I've been meaning to watch that. I am your wonderful co-host, Monica, and I'm here joined with my amazing co-host, Glenn. Say hi, Glenn. Thank you, guys. I'm here. Yes. Today, it is our Christmas uh, movies episode. We're going to make fun of Christmas movies, talk about our favorite ones, all that fun stuff. But before we get... Yes. Before we get started, uh, guys listen i appreciate y'all listening i was looking at our analytics the other day because i completely forgot to look at that did you know that most people listen to us in the middle of the night so we're like a fever percent of our listeners we are a fever listen to us between 11 p.m and 5 a.m so <laughs> people, so they're insomniacs so there's something going on so we like we like scratch that little itch in the back of your brain that you can never reach yourself i don't know that's a little bit scary I'm not sure how I feel about I that. Think, yeah, it's very interesting to me. But also, I want to say thank you guys for listening. I really do appreciate it, even if you're listening to us when you should be asleep. I guess, like, I'm the kind of person where, like, when I'm um, gaming, I'll listen to podcasts because it seems like people are talking. So it's, like, nice background noise. And I've had a few friends of mine tell me that, like, whenever they listen to our podcast, they really like just, like, listening and just kind of, like, zoning out because it feels like, you're just talking to people yeah. and our podcast mm-hmm. episodes are a bit long so I think people really like enjoy all the content and all the things we have to say I I mean like I know me personally whenever I'm listening to podcasts I'm usually like cleaning or something like I really like long podcasts where it's like like either where it's like uh, a story or it's just people talking because I can just be like casually listening to them while I'm like I don't know like dusting the shelves or like mm-hmm. sweeping the floor it's very nice to just have something going on yeah yeah I totally get that like I listen to the read all the time and I feel like most mm-hmm. people listen to the read so um yeah I definitely get that because sometimes if I'm going on a long car ride I just have it playing because it's just easier to have people talking while you're driving than like picking the perfect songs exactly. for when you're driving yeah so we do appreciate you guys listening and we would love it if you guys rate and review us on apple Podcasts. share this podcast with your friends you can support us on anchor.fm for 99 cents a month 499 a month or 999 a month and all of that we'd really appreciate all of your support okay so let's get started with Alpa. No, no, wrong. <laughs> let's get started with can't wait to watch uh, the TV shows and movies that are coming out or about to come out that we can't wait to see. And I first want to say there's a new movie coming out. Um, I didn't hear nothing about this movie. I just started seeing ads about it all over Instagram and I'm so happy about it. Okay. It stars Jessica Chastain and Lupita Nyong'o and a bunch of other amazing, beautiful, wonderful women. It's called The 355. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just started seeing stuff about that, too. Yes. I love it when, like, you know, sometimes people, like, they push the movie right when, like, they get the casting and the mm-hmm. filming so people can keep up with the production stuff. But when you start telling me about a movie a month before it comes out, yeah, that's good. That's good, mm-hmm. too. So it's about... um a woman, they're bringing like a league of people together, women from other countries, like very diverse, very beautiful, heist. As it should spy, be. spy, yes, action film. It's giving, what, what was it, Ocean's Eleven? Yes, yeah, yes, mm-hmm. Ocean's Eleven, yes, we love that. So I'm very excited to see it. I can't wait to watch it. You know, more girl boss, tings, more girl boss, you know, fighting action movies for me. It looks like it isn't just going to be like 
a cheesy ripoff of like an already established thing. Like it looks like it's very much make its own story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would love that. We would love to see it. And I also can't wait to see um, The Lost City, which is, it gives me like romance movie vibes. It's just like romance book. It stars Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum and also Daniel Radcliffe. I'm not sure why he's in. Okay, this is the plot of the movie, I believe, because I did watch the trailer a while ago. Okay. Sandra Bullock is a very successful romance novelist. And Channing Tatum, he like modeled for the hot guy on the cover. And people kind of know who he is. I think they're also friends. I'm not sure exactly. But Sandra Bullock is like, she writes romance novels, but she has to love life, right? And so she gets a, a proposal, not like a marriage proposal, but like a proposal from Daniel Radcliffe, who's like a billionaire. He wants her to find the lost city of blah, 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 find the lost jewels, because she talks about it in her books. So he feels like she has an idea of how to get it. And she goes on this island to go find the treasure, you know, and Channing Tatum goes with her because he is trying to prove to her that he's not just like a supermodel and that he can do this, you know what I mean? And I think there's one, there's somebody in the cast that I have seen before, and a Div- Divine Joy Randolph, her. Just, basically, she's playing like the comedic relief in the movie but like good for her because she's actually very very funny and I love her a lot and I think she's a really great actress and she's also Tony nominated and she's like been in so much stuff for so long like she was in um Dolomite is her his name she was in the High Fidelity Mm-hmm. which was a really good show on Hulu that they canceled. And I don't know why they canceled it, but it was so good. And I loved it so much. And I miss that show, like for real. But she is amazing. So I can't wait to see her. And of course, Sandra Bullock and Shane Tatum. And I think Brad Pitt is also newbie as well. I don't know how, how he's in the movie, but he's in the movie. You know what I mean? So I'm excited to see it. I don't think it's coming out of Christmas, but it should be coming out pretty no, soon, but- I think. I'm looking right now. It says that it should be releasing in like March. So it's like a couple of months Ooh. away. Okay. You know what? I'm still pretty interested in watching it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It looks like a fun time. It looks like a good time. Um, I love a cheesy romance film. Just give it to me. You know, I just want to sit back and have a good time. So yeah. So you have, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So the first one. So I, <laughs> I know that we don't need another tragic african-american like horror not horror but like heartbreak real gritty story Uh but at the same time i could really use a tearjerker right now Mm -hmm. and a journal for jordan is coming out Um, i'm pretty sure it comes out this week it's starring um obviously michael b jordan chante uh shante adams and denzel washington uh Mm -hmm. no no no. denzel washington is obviously like the the director um but yeah so it's a love story about um this african-american couple like stereotypical love story and like they have a baby and shortly after their baby is born um he's uh i i guess it's drafted is i guess what it looks like maybe he was already in the military but he gets mm-hmm. like drafted for a war and it's unclear whether or not he dies but obviously like being separated um when you know your child is like still fairly young and so i think in the movie it's i'm pretty sure it's letters that he's writing for his son like that's why it's like a general for jordan that's the name of like their son um Mm -hmm. it's either letters or maybe it was tapes i forget it was kind of unclear in the trailer but he's basically leaving messages for his son um 
And yeah, it looks like it's going to be a real tearjerker, because obviously, how else could it be anything but a tearjerker? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited. I, I have to say, like, usually um, with those kind of movies, I don't watch them a lot because they are like, <laughs> they are like pretty sad and they are tearjerkers, but it sounds so cute. Like, yeah. The concept of the movie sounds adorable. Like you have this man, he's off to the military, he's off to serve his country, and he has a son at home. And it just feels very sweet. And like, it does feel a little different from other mm-hmm. movies that you have seen before. Like the letters feel very like, it's like very old school. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's very it does, it does give me very like 90s type mm-hmm. love story vibes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. we love it. We love going back to the basics. So... I might give it a watch. I honestly think that this movie may may more or less be something I might watch with my mom if I ever get it. Like if it's ever on um, if it's ever on like Amazon Prime or like they put it on Hulu, I'll definitely uh, watch yeah, it. With my I can definitely see this going to Amazon Prime, but yeah. sounds like the place it's probably going to end up. Yeah, a lot of Michael B. Jordan stuff has been on Amazon Prime recently, and he did have didn't he have a show on like um, Netflix? With the little boy, he's like the superhero. Um, raising Dion was that? Yeah, raising Dion. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's been doing a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's doing a lot of things. He's he's trying to get he's trying to get to his boss baby. We love that. For him. <laughs> Absolutely, we love that for him. Yes, but that's so interesting. It does sound like a really fun like movie too. Not fun. It feels. Yeah, it gives mm-hmm. us very much. This is us. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah, but I'm excited for him. And I'm excited for Mr. Denzel Washington. That's wonderful. All right. Do you have anything else you can't wait to watch? Not really, no. All right. Well, let's get into Christmas movies and why we don't like them. Uh, uh, you didn't <laughs> have to expose us right away. You did not <laughs> have to expose us right away. We could have dragged it out. We could have made mean, the audience guess. Okay. All right. We could talk about like some Christmas movies that we do like, you know, like what kind of, well, what kind so, of Christmas movies do you like, Glenn? So here's the thing. Uh, I, okay, since we already, like, putting ourselves, like, on the stake now anyways, because of, like, what you just said, I feel comfortable saying this. I have never really been a huge fan of Christmas in general. Um, Christmas is just always, I don't know, I, it's always, you know how they say that, like, um, like, depression and suicide rates spike during, like, the holiday season? I've mm-hmm. always been part of that spike. I don't know why. Oh. Um, it's nothing, like, super bad or horrible. It's just there's a not, lot of negative feelings around Christmas. And so I've tried to, like, avoid it as much as possible. Yeah. With that being said, because of that, the only Christmas movies that I like are ones that were, like, ones that I vividly remember watching when I was a kid, when things were, like, a lot happier. So new Christmas movies almost impossible for me to get into but like classic christmas movies like both the cartoon and the jim carrey version of like the grinchy store christmas um things like basically all of the different retellings of like a christmas carol um i don't know to some extent if i'm feeling feeling a really silly goofy mood i even like elf like it's a it's a <laughs> dumb it's dumb nonsense yes. called stupid like yes. fun christmas movie uh so basically i guess any christmas movie that came out in the early 2000s are like my favorite christmas movies just because it's i don't know there's a lot of nostalgia there i 100 percent admit it's pure nostalgia that's mm-hmm. the only thing driving these movies yeah i also love elf so much um will ferrell i don't know what it is sometimes they're just those movies that people make on a whim that turn out to be just perfect like how 
Like, like, like if, you ex- <laughs> if you explained to me, like, if I hadn't watched it, and you mm-hmm. explained to me the plot of Elf and tried to tell me that was a good movie, mm-hmm. you would never get me to watch that movie. Right. It like, does not sound good on paper. Like, why is a six-foot man hanging around with, like, these little elves? Like, it's giving very much creepy. It's giving very much weird, And, you like, know? this, the... I guess it wasn't as tired back then, but like the tired storyline of like, oh, it's like someone who really doesn't know how the world works and he goes to mm-hmm. like a new world. And like, usually it's like, like that's kind of like cheesy and boring, but they do it so well. They do yeah. it. And he's like so nice and innocent. He's like, how could you not love Christmas? Right, like, right. And it's, it's like, it's so pure and heartwarming. I don't know how, yeah. I don't know how. It's incredibly sweet. And also like Zoe de Chanel playing his love interest. <sighs> always. Absolutely. Ah, I love her so much and it's so cute like it's so interesting how oh gosh man I remember I every time I rewatch Elf I completely forget what happens like each and every time I'm watching it I'm like oh I don't remember he put that on the spaghetti like that's mm-hmm. kind of gross like well, no he's put all of the essential food groups all of the essential no, food groups <laughs> no no baby no but Elf is like one of those like very classic Christmas movies that like always comes on around this time of year and then there are like the romance films that come out around Christmas time see too. they like, have to put Elf on because they have to say we may make terrible Christmas movies every year yeah. but do you remember that one year that we got right because mm-hmm. we do yeah <laughs> yeah Elf really is like something very special because like usually Christmas movies rely on you like seeing Santa Claus or they rely on you like seeing like some big gesture or some miracle happen mm-hmm. But this is just like about a grown man who lived his whole life at the North Pole, not realizing that he's not an elf. Like, which okay. is so funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and him still loving Christmas anyways. Him just being like, Christmas is the most beautiful time of the year. You know, it's like magical and it's wholesome. And his dad hating Christmas, which like I can get. Like, we will work hard. Like, it's hard mm-hmm. to like enjoy Christmas sometimes. So like, him genuinely coming around to the fact that Christmas is okay. That's yeah. That's very sweet, you know. You don't need like a whole message, like a whole thing to like get people interested in loving Christmas. Like it could just be like Christmas is a fun time, you know what I mean? Like it's really it's very wholesome. Yeah, you don't get that a lot anymore. We have I would just want to say we have really tricked people into thinking that we like Christmas. After what you said right there of roasting Christmas movies, we just turned it around and people think that we love Christmas no, movies we now. Got, we got a whole hour to tell people what we really think. So <laughs> I also say like a lot of for some as long as they're good, I do enjoy mm-hmm. like Christmas specials of like cartoons. Like um Peanuts. Oh yeah. Absolutely love every Christmas special that Peanuts has had. Um a lot yeah. of like classic cartoons like Arthur's Christmas specials yeah. or um even like when I was really little, like Sesame Street Christmas or Sesame Street Christmas specials. Like yeah. cause like they go all out. And it's always nice, like, yeah. in a cartoon, like, you see, like, different scenery, because, like, usually it's, like, the exact same, like, sets. So it's always, like, different and bright, and I always went all out for Christmas. So those were always cute. Yeah, Christmas specials used to be so much fun. They don't really do it. Well, they do do them now, but, like... Now they're it's pretty, not just... like, cheesy and lazy. It's just, yeah. like, oh, there's snow on the ground now. Yeah, it's like, oh, we have a little holiday special. Like, no... It's a Christmas special because Hanukkah yeah. was like two weeks ago. So what's next Christmas? Where are the bright lights? Yes. Where are, I don't know. I want to see magic. I want to see whimsy. Mm-hmm. I want to be yeah. swept off my feet. Yeah. 
and also peanuts is such a classic and it's such essential christmas special to watch like Absolutely. every holiday season abc is like girl also it's like 25 minutes you have time you have yeah time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i remember one year they were playing the peanuts christmas special on abc and then the very next thing was scandal <laughs> and uh- scandal opened up with like a sex scene and i was like oh this is a hard pivot it's like hard pivot right They here. said the kids need to go to bed at exactly this time. Yeah. They said 10.05, they should be in bed. It's time for mommy hour. Get that glass of wine. Olivia's back on her BS, bro. Okay, you have the go. commercial break to tuck yes. your kids in, pour yourself yeah. a glass, and get back to the TV. Exactly. Tell them kids it's night-night, okay? Read that bedtime story very quickly. And be like, okay, kiss on the head, and then slide back into that couch and watch Olivia mess around with the president one more time. <laughs> one last time. She really was on her BS, for real. <laughs> that is so funny. I can't believe... Like, you saying that makes perfect sense. Like, if you told me that, 100% it makes sense ABC would do that. But, like... Yeah. <laughs> I remember I, like, saw the half and I was like, oh, wow. Whoever's in charge of your programming... Mm-mm, they're getting fired. Yeah, Somebody this should be it. like a steady ease mm-hmm. from peanuts to scandal. Someone finna lose their job. Get this dance. You about to lose your job, honestly. Oh, also Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, true. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose. And then Frosty the Snowman. Oh. Oh, there's so many the, they were hidden they really do what they were doing those like 25 minute movie mm-hmm. i don't even want to call them movies just like christmas specials or whatever um mm-hmm. they hit they hit and i hate every remake no All absolutely not we already have it we don't need it again just remaster it like i know y'all made this in the 70s but just like you know brighten it up a little bit yeah hit that auto filter and then make it a little brighter you know and then like resend it yeah and i mean like Maybe we make can do the like animation a... a little bit more fluid if you really want to yes. like put some work in, make it a little bit more mm-hmm. crisp. Yes. You know we I do. That. We don't need Chris Pratt voicing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. No, no, we do not. No one asked for that. No, we do not. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. <laughs> what you could do, you could take all of the Christmas specials at 25 minutes, shove them together and do a marathon. And just Do you remember um shoot? Do you remember those DVDs? This is like this is mm-hmm. like pivotal, like early thousands when they take like mm-hmm. one or two episodes from like Avatar: The Last Airbender, Danny yeah. Phantom, like whatever, whatever. Then it'd be like a DVD that was like two hours, where it was like two episodes from like four different shows. Do that with all the Christmas specials. Yeah, with all the Twenty Five yeah. Minutes. Give us like a a two and a half hour DVD that's like all the best ones, like the top like six or whatever. That's all we need. That's exactly what we need. If and you sold also, that in stores, gone. Yeah. In a snap. They would instantly sell out. And you know that. Man, that makes me think of Fairly Odd Parents. Uh-huh. And like all those shows back on Nickelodeon back in the day, like they were already so good, but the Christmas episode would just be like top notch. Like Christmas episodes should have thought put into it. Like there needs to be an idea. There needs to be a plot. You can't just be like, oh, Christmas, it's giving, it's the giving season. It's the reason for the season. Like, I don't want, I don't want basic. No. I don't want cookie cutter. I don't want the same thing you did before. I don't want one person writing a plot and you passing that down to every single one of your TV shows. I want something fresh. Exactly. I want like something if, new. If um if Fairly Odd Parents is doing a Christmas special, mm-hmm. it better have been a Christmas special that like, I don't know, Arthur couldn't have done. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't want any crossover. I don't want to. I don't want any other show on air to have even possibly been able to do that same episode. Mm-hmm. I need something different, and I miss Arthur was such a good show. 
Well, it's still a good show. It's on TV still. I think it's still. T- I think it's now officially yeah. the longest running kids show. As it should be. As it should, As be. It should be. Exactly. It's so like um like we might have Arthur use... their star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Give them their star right next to Mariah Carey. Right next to uh my nephews. Um, I think it, it was probably earlier this summer. They were watching TV. I saw that they were watching Arthur. They were like into it. Like I was like asking them about it. Um, and they like they were telling me everything. They knew about it. They, these were not new people. They were like, Glenn, right. why are you testing us? You know we know this show. I was like, yeah. see, I was like, you say you know this show, but like the episode you're watching, I remember watching that episode 15 years ago. Like yeah. we, this is the exact same episode. You're going, yeah. I'm so like happy. I remember seeing that episode and it was new to yeah, me. Yeah, I remember it's when they were advertising new. brand new episodes of Arthur, and this was mm-hmm. the brand new episode. Yeah. Yeah, the library card song. Yeah, I knew that. I knew that song back Absolutely. in the day. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Y'all know nothing about this. This is the old shit. Y'all can't get on that. Exactly. <laughs> but that's it's something like, different. But like shows like that, the fact that like, like, cause my nephews, um, one's one just turned ten, the other one just turned seven. So like, like, oh, the next generation. The next generation is loving it. Next generation knows where the best cartoons are. That's so cute. I love that. I love that for them, honestly. And yeah, quality there content. Are, there are so many Christmas specials. I just looked them up right now. Okay, okay. And Wait, there are so many of them. Let's <laughs> some of them that are like, you know, like the top ones. What are they saying? Okay, there is, um, let's see. All of the other reindeer. Oh my God, do you remember that? All of the other oh, reindeer. Oh yeah, oh my yes! gosh. That was so cute. It's so cute because like, it's like a pun on the freaking song mm-hmm. all of the other reindeer i'm He's looking gonna... at the animation right now and yeah. oh my gosh it's like i'm i'm getting a rush of nostalgia well i didn't know is that uh uh drew barrymore is in this miss drew barrymore our queen uh, our love no drew she's not drew she's at it she's at it what the yes Oh my gosh. Ed Asner from the Mary Tyler Moore show. Oh, y'all got some classics in here. They got classics in here. Joseph Peter Pantaleano. Oh, he's from Memento. Remember Memento? Did you ever watch Memento? No, I did not watch Memento, but I have heard a lot about it. Yeah, he's in it. That's so crazy to me. Oh my gosh. Drew, how are you in this girl, babes? How are you in this movie? She's I Olive, mean, of course she's Olive. Yeah, this did come out like, what, 20-ish years ago? 22? Yeah, yeah. 1990s, like 22 years ago. Yes, oh my gosh. I love this. I used to love that little special. Also, like, Grandma got run over by reindeer. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I remember that showing every single year. Can I sidetrack you for one quick second? Because you brought Go that ahead. up. Yeah, go ahead. So you, as an as an active Tumblr user oh in the gosh. past, uh, you, you 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 remember the the cringe filled quotes that were like, "We are the daughters of the witches you couldn't burn," mm-hmm. or like something yeah. like that. I yeah. saw a meme, or uh, it was probably like a week ago. It was the similar thing, but it was about Christmas. And it said, "We are the daughters of the grandmas you couldn't run over with your reindeer." <laughs> it like it triggered something so vicious Aww. and primal so it's actually internet was a mistake it was sometimes it's a mistake that in those instances it was because sorry you brought up grandma got with oh uh, girl i'm gonna run radio. you it over what back. are you talking about flashbacks <laughs> Please, girl, give it a rest. Give it a break. No. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. We love that for us. I really did love um, 
grandma got run over by a reindeer that was truly one of my favorite little christmas specials because it was actually like really funny and each and every mm-hmm. time i was like oh, grandma look out girl look out i was like she got run over like it doesn't say the title like girl what do you mean oh, yeah like, like it's all said like, that's the main part of the show it's not grandma almost got into a car accident <laughs> no. grandma got run over by a reindeer babe yes Walking home from our house Christmas Eve, you can say this is a thing of Santa, but as for me and grandma, we believe because grandma's finna sue Santa, all right? Because I got a bad hip, all right? You finna pay for this arthritis medicine, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. Sitting up in your little uh, icy tower, making all these toys for little boys and girls. Where do you get your money from? Who's funding you? Who's bankrolling you? Yeah. You finna bankroll this surgery? Give me your money. Give me your wallet. This. I want to get run over by Santa Claus. What you trying to do? Santa. You said we're Christmas Eve. Where you at? Where you at, sir? Sorry, how? pull up. What's up? Yeah. What's up? Also, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Okay, wait a second. Freaking... So, uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, absolutely amazing. Beautiful, mm. wonderful. One of the greatest things that has ever come out of the entertainment industry. With that being oh. said, <laughs> so I think my mom brought this up yesterday. And it's been bothering me since. Is, the, is Grinch, the Grinch, is that his name? Mm-hmm. his ethnicity or his occupation what is grinch i'm pretty sure i feel like that would be his ethnicity i'm pretty sure too because he's like yeah. different from everyone else so i was like what did what's his name yeah yeah like that's i mean like and like I... let's be let's be realistic knowing mm-hmm. dr seuss mm-hmm. he would do something like that mm-hmm. he has had he he, mm. he he's done some stuff He's done some stuff. Yeah, he's done some bad things. But, um... Like, you know, anti-Semitic things, you could say. Ignoring that, mm. The Grinch Who Stole Christmas is absolutely amazing. Cindy Lou Who? Yeah. Iconic. A star. No one's doing it like her. Like, the fashion, y'all can't step on her, y'all can't tread on her, y'all can't step to her. Like Exactly. Like, that's what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like, when we say camp, we yeah. mean Cindy Lou Who. That, yeah. she, was, she was the creator. She mm-hmm. started it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She understood the assignment. Yeah, and she's greeted yours, and none of you guys have passed yet. Yeah, so one thing is that, like, I remember um, there was, like, a Christmas special. This is the thing. I don't like remakes. I don't like them. They're annoying, okay? But there was one remake that was done. TBS did it where, like, they told the origin story of the Grinch, and I was like, okay, I'll let this slide. Because it was like the mm-hmm. Grinch, his mother passed away and he was bullied in school and like he didn't fit in. And that's why he went to live in the mountains. And I was watching that and I was like, you know what? Okay, we could give a little background. We could give a little, you know, synopsis. We could give a little like little um, prologue to the story to know what's going on and how we got here. Because people just don't live in mountains. You know, yeah. most of us don't just go to live in a mountain with a dog. Because how did the dog get there? You know what I mean? So like... Also, what's the dog's name? Because that dog is a homie. That dog is there for real. How does the dog have a name, but the man doesn't? He is the main character of the story. (laughs) He's literally the main character. Like Max. It was the dog Max. The dog Max was doing it. Okay, he was the best friend. He was always there. Max is like, I'm not just here for the kibble. I'm here for you. I'm here for you, friend. I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you, uh, help give you your heart back. Yeah. And he did. Yeah, like you can't, yeah, we can't live in a mountain. Let's go out. Exactly. Let's go out. Let's go, like, let's go out, like, to the city. You know what I mean? Let's yeah, like throwing sticks, mm-hmm. snowballs, mm-hmm. just riding around in the snow, rolling. Yeah. Snow angels. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what dogs would make because, like, they can't like move like that. Dogs, like, you just like fluff around in the snow they and just, like, eat the snow. They understand. You know? They do it. Yeah. Max is very much like you know. When I said get out the house, what I didn't need was still everybody's Christmas. But I like where we're going. We're yeah. close. But we're, get, we're getting uh, our steps in. We're getting our steps in. We're getting our sunlight. Mm-hmm. We're getting. We're getting our heart rate up. It's like a shopping trip. It's yeah. It's like a shopping trip. It's you a know, quick. It's play. a quick, quick run to town. A quick yes, run to town. A quick run to town. Nice little like five figure discount. You know also, what I mean? Max can't be upset because they were getting those food too. Did you see? They were like eating a lot of the food that was being prepared. Yeah. Max ate like thirteen hams that night. Yeah. Max was just like, you know, I know this is bad, but I am hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, like you feed me, like you feed me, but like. I this is Christmas. Listen, you like the kibble is nice, but you don't be giving me hams. These got ham. There's marshmallows on these sweet potatoes. I'm about to tell you. I'm about to tell you. You know that the people of it's not Whoville, is it? That's the other. I think it is Whoville. Is it? Okay, well, the the townspeople. You know they season their food. You know that isn't some bland food. You know that's some of the most flavorful, delicious, spice things you have ever tasted in your life. They season their food. They have great decorations. They have amazing fashion. Like, like they aren't giving why, you bland chicken and Why can't the Grinch party with y'all? Like, what happened? He made one mistake. Like, let him party. Let also, you have some tunes. You guys have some good singing voices. You be yeah, going. Like, if you want to come, like, you know, like, the, the carols that, like, knock on, like, different doors. Usually annoyed but if it was them mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely yeah like usually carols come around and it's like okay that's cute you're doing a little thing with your church that's nice like one of y'all are off key but it's cute the whoville people come around what's up what's they come around you would you would think it's one direction coming back singing uh singing an acoustic not version one direction not I'm one a, direction I, I was just trying to think of like a boy band <laughs> <laughs> and one direction came up for I was gonna say Fifth uh, Harmony, but I don't think that would be much better to say. Fifth Harmony, that's been years. Yeah, it's imagine right. imagine Little Mix comes knocking down oh, your door. Little, like true. you right, you right. Little Mix no, comes back. Little Mix isn't big in America. We don't live in the UK. Okay, but look, true. I I always forget that because like I love Little Mix, so I forget yeah. that they're like not here. It's interesting to me that most people found out about Little Mix from Jesse Nelson just being stupid like just like her and like Nicki Minaj getting alive and just opening her mouth which she shouldn't have oh my gosh the fact that that's the introduction to most people's like that's the most people's introduction to Little Mix that pisses me off that really does they are chop top they're chart topping iconic girl group absolutely ruined it Jesse ruined it with her ugly tan and her terrible song it's True. awful even Nicki's verse is bad I said it it's not good all right. Oh, she's talking about how she likes the boys. The boys are swagger. The boys are dangerous. And she's only dated white men. Yeah. Only- like, okay, for the record, since we, I, know, I know this is not supposed to be our happy Christmas episode. <laughs> but statistically, in America, who's more likely to be dangerous? White men. A white man. Absolutely. So, I mean, was she lying? <laughs> I guess she just casted the wrong men in her music video. Clearly. Mm, yeah, she need to fire your makeup artist too. And whoever handles your that way, makeup artist has never been hired again. Fired out of a job. Mm. She works retail now. She's like, embarrassed. She's embarrassed. She's <laughs> bagging groceries somewhere. Yeah, she's bagging groceries. She's stocking shelves. She's flipping burgers. 
She's like, I don't know. I never heard a little mix in my life. I'm never going to the UK. I don't know nothing about that. She moved. She actually yeah. moved to a different country. She has a huge gap in her resume. And they're like, oh, what happened between this time and this time? Nothing. I was at home. I had a baby. I yeah, had a child. I had a baby. For, I am a yeah. single mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Nothing else in my resume that would cause that gap. Had to change your name legally, too, just in case. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, she was Rebecca, and now she's, like, Gertrude or something like that. <laughs> like, a very fake name. They put her, her ID. <laughs> it's like, hi, my name's Gertrude. Girl, you don't look like a Gertrude. It's my name. I didn't pick it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Someone else picked it for me. Wendy made it at the Kinko's. Anyways, uh, can I get a job here at Wendy's? Y'all got y'all got same day, same pay? Okay, same day, cool, cool, same cool. All right, all right. Oh, I can start right now? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put on these gloves. I'll get the hair now. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> Why are we talking a little mix? Because we were talking about like Christmas carolers knocking oh, on doors. What is a singing group that would be a Christmas? Because like there aren't really yeah like singing groups like that like unless you're like going back and you're thinking like pentatonic so like something like that. There's really no like popular... there are really a lot of yeah there aren't a lot of singing groups anymore. No, we kind of like oh my gosh wait a second um what is it the uh, why don't we why do... who's that. Is that why don't we look look at look it up i'm pretty sure my little sister listens to them okay and like that's she, why i don't know she's them. like 16 no why she's 17 now so like don't we it's like a boy band oh yeah, yeah it's it a boy, boy band. band oh interesting and they're still together oh yeah like they just started coming around <clears throat> in like 2016 2017. oh they're young oh yeah that's why i was like my little sister listens to them so like they're very much like that they give me like oh yeah they feel i'm not I, listen when i say this it's not to be mean no it's to be but... mean no no don't, don't let her lie to you this no. is to be mean she is okay. dragging though stop it <laughs> you know when like you're watching x factor they do this all the time at x factor when they have like other singers and they group them all together yeah. to make a group mm-hmm. like they did fifth harmony little yep. mix one direction yep. there was another group emblem three that was on X Factor. It was oh my! American X Factor. Yeah. I completely forgot. Blocked you remember the song Chloe? Uh, Chloe, Nana and his sister. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you take off your earbuds? <laughs> I didn't want the repressed memories coming back. <laughs> oh, you're gonna be awake at one a.m. tonight. You're gonna really hear. It. It's just gonna be. Oh, yeah, it's gonna sorry. be humming in my ear. <laughs> in the back of your head it's oh your, my god my sleep paralysis demon is going to be singing that song tonight yeah yeah they're like check out where they are find out where they are find out if they're married who's who's still alive find out what's going on you know like hunt them down stalk them oh it's okay it'll be at like 1 a.m and i'll put on yeah. a podcast while i'm doing it so that way i fit in with the rest of the demographic is that what they're doing are they like looking up like old boy bands from like 10 years ago while listening to while our listening podcast. to our podcast probably i know that people listen to our podcast and they're like who is that and they google it and they go down a rabbit hole i know that's what it is i know that's what you'll be doing okay. if you're gonna go down yeah. the rabbit hole go down like the good rabbit holes you know like no go down the worst ones <laughs> find a sloan video on youtube talking about how terrible their life became like watch that hour-long video do it do it don't put it in your watch later playlist watch it now yeah watch well, it you're now tired, you're you're awake don't you're... let's not lie to ourselves do you're not now. going back to bed yeah do it now yeah all these boys are giving me very much um used to be a nickelodeon very much was in like one uh kind of successful movie as like a love interest giving me very much tiktok absolutely like, absolutely yeah, yeah. i think wait a second i'm 99 percent sure 
I think I only remember this because I was kind of like in that world a little bit when it came out. I'm pretty sure that the first like big song that they ever did that like got anywhere was like part of a Jake Paul music video. Like I'm pretty sure like that's how they got their start. Or maybe it was Logan oh. Paul. It was Jake it was one Paul. it was one it was one of those it was the Paul it was, brothers it was definitely Jake Paul they definitely made a song with him yeah that's that was like their familiar. that was like their their break like big like breakout jumping off point yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. so if that I, tells you anything about the type of group that they are I mean a group of white boys in a Jake Paul video yeah but yeah I mean I, I literally yeah. just looked up there's like unless if you don't count K-pop which is definitively different than like the boy mm -hmm. bands we have here yeah. The closest thing we have to a boy band right now are the Jonas Brothers. Cause like they're technically back right now. But like other than that, there's like no boy bands. Do y'all ever get bored of doing the same thing? Not really. <laughs> no. Do y'all ever get tired? Like, I do not like doing music with your family, like that's cute, but the same time, like Nick Jonas was fine on his own. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but his brothers broke in debt. But okay. uh, Joe was okay. He had DNC. Oh, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DNCE? Is that what it's called? The DNCE? Yeah. DNC. That was kind of popular. That was giving us, like, you know, pop hits. Kevin, you know, he's a Trump supporter, so I don't really care what he's doing. So he was you know. <laughs> Yeah. You know, he invested in whatever Trump scams, and he was like, guys, uh, here's a funny idea. What if we went back on tour? <laughs> like, what if we yeah, did but they a, uh, What if we did a family roast on Netflix and put it on for everybody to see? <laughs> And none of them, if none of them made jokes about him being a Trump supporter, I don't want to watch it. Because <laughs> he's very much, he's very much out there. Like, y'all aren't going to make a Make America Great Again hat? Like, y'all aren't going to make a joke? No? We're just going to act like, okay. Yeah, we all so have different like, political opinions, but <laughs> yeah. How, is, it, is it really a roast if you don't roast the racist in the family? Yeah. Like, that seems like, like, I know it's low-hanging fruit, but like... But grab that fruit. But grab the fruit. Grab the fruit. Throw it at him. It's a special. You got you got yeah. one time to fill. Exactly. You need to like you need to make some headlines. You need to get people watching. You know what I mean? You can't just have Sophie Turner in the <laughs> thumbnail of your little roast and have people watching it. Not right. Just saying. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so Christmas. <laughs> Dang. It's been years since I've seen Emblem 3. 2013? Wow. Wow, wow. Time flies when you're dissociated and working all the time. And another thing is that, like, all these white boys who always think about, I don't want a blonde, I want a brunette. And all the other girls are like, sir, there's more than one race of women. It's not, it's not defined by hair color. No. Nah. Hello? Well, in their minds it is. In their minds it is. Mm, growing in those affluent neighborhoods and going to, They really I don't, don't see, well, really anyone other, other than, like, their family and their neighbors, so... Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This go this makes me go down a uh uh this makes me go down the X Factor rabbit hole. Oh good. It's been years. Wait a second. Um didn't this isn't like a girl uh, a group or anything. But isn't X Factor the reason why Tate McCree or Tate McCray? That's how she got big. That's how she first got notable, right? Who is Tate McCree? She's still Tate new, obviously. McRae? Yeah, McRae. Like M C R A E. Oh, she was on So You Think You Can Dance. Oh, she was So You Think You Can Dance. I can't remember if it was something. I thought it was, I thought she was on a singing show too. Maybe it was just So You Think You Can Dance. No, she sang in her car a couple times though. She has some singing, car singing videos. Um, Yeah, she, it looks like she's one of those girls that make songs about like, my life sucks, it's so hard. She's like 18 years old. Very much like, so. Babe, you haven't got into adulthood yet. 
Like you just hit the cusp of it. Like you just realize you can go to the bathroom on your own. Like you just realize that you don't have to go to college to have a career. Like you just realize that most of the adults you know are probably on prescription. Like that's not nothing. You like, girl, you broke me first. You've had one boyfriend in your life. I know that for certain. What are you talking about, babe? All right. I'm done making fun of young people. We got to go back to making fun of Christmas movies. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we talked they about the Grinch. We talked about Grandma. We talked yeah. about Pe- uh, Peanuts. We talked about Rudolph. Yeah. A Christmas Carol. Oh my gosh. That movie, they remake it a hundred times. They've remade it like four times. Four different times. The most recent one is in 1999 with Patrick Stewart playing Ebenezer Scrooge. Well, Not- they remake it because it's a class. Well, okay. They remake it one. Because it's a classic. And by classic, I mean um, copyright free. Uh, and two, because like, it's a very easy, it's a very easy story to follow. It's not complicated. It's simple. You can do it in 25 minutes. Uh, well, maybe a little bit longer, maybe like 45 minutes. Um, so it's easy. Quick, easy to produce. Yeah. Also, I've never seen A Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol is one of those movies where they take like the main concepts of the film and they adopt it they adapt it in every tv show every movie every time like the matrix and the red and blue pill like with creed no not creed rocky and the freaking montage oh yeah the workout mm-hmm. montage what else <clears throat> the christmas carol and the ghost um frick there's another one i just thought of and i forgot about it but like they do this all the time star wars and like darth vader like i am your father like Absolutely. that stuff like you never have you will never need to have seen these movies or whatever to know what it's talking about because so many people have ripped the concept and put it in every single thing so it's like it's a moot it's a beyond like it doesn't even matter you know what i mean it's just ugh, lord do something different yeah and i've never seen a christmas carol i've never seen a white christmas either or i don't think white- i've ever seen a white christmas yeah i i know like these are like classic christmas movies and like people watch them and they love them and they have like um i guess like nostalgia attached to them but like girl it's just a movie you know what i mean that's me there's also one uh twas the night before christmas i think it's also a special but i've never seen that too oh okay I mean, wait a second wait a second wait a second, wait a second. so yeah. there's this other classic christmas movie that i i just need to laugh at i need to laugh at with you so for mostly christmas movies we need to laugh at this together um it's a wonderful life mm-hmm. and you said you haven't watched It's a Wonderful Life, correct? I haven't watched it, no. Do you know, like, do you know, like, the premise or anything? Oh, it's such a long movie. Um, so no. all you really need to know is, um, it's, like, the night before Christmas, or maybe the day before Christmas, I don't remember. And, like, it's just this, like, normal man, and he's going around, and, like, he's really, like, not in the Christmas spirit or whatever, and things, like, are going, like, a little bit wrong, and clearly he's, like, super stressed out from work and everything. So things are just, like, like, every little thing is, like, adding another thing onto his piling. He's getting, like, really stressed or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, he literally goes to, like, jump off the bridge and commit suicide. Like, he, it's so... Oh. But, like, also you have to remember, this came out in, like, the 1940s. So, like, this isn't, like, graphic or anything, obviously. Oh, okay. Anyways, so he goes to, like, commit suicide. Or maybe he's just thinking about it and he's about to do it. Um, uh-huh. And then an angel... Um, that's like, but like a normal man, like, obviously they didn't do anything special. It's just a normal uh-huh. man comes and it's like, Hey, like, um, like, I know you're thinking about like jumping, but I really think that, you know, you just don't, you aren't valuing like the life that you have and you're like wishing for something better when the life you have is wonderful. And what the angel does is the angel takes him to a world in which the main guy never oh! existed. 
what? Oh, see, I've never seen the movie, but I know that concept. Mm-hmm. Where like mm-hmm. people, what they like feel like they're not appreciated enough. And like, let's see a world where you don't exist. And it's like all sad and like hard. Exactly. And it's like, very sad. Oh blah, blah, my blah. gosh. Like, um, oh, if you weren't here, this person wouldn't even be alive. Exactly. Because you saved them in a car crash one time. Exactly. How can you not love your life? It's like, girl, what is this? I see. Just, and so I want, I want, I want to first compliment it first, and then we'll go roast it. I'm going to compliment really quick. Because when this came out, I legitimately think it came out in the 1940s. So this very much was a new, pretty original idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and they executed it clearly well enough that literally every single other piece of media ever has copied it. Like, yeah. clearly it was a good idea when it first came out. Now it's tied and old. Mm-hmm. But, like, good job on them for coming up with a creative idea back in the day. Now that I've done complimenting it, roasting it. Okay, mm-hmm. because we know, one, just the butterfly butterfly effect in general. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two, because we can jump into the butterfly effect later. Two, yeah. why is it that we have to believe that, like, humans or, like, an individual person is, like, inherently, like, a good person? Yeah. You know, they're, like, they're, like, oh, if you didn't exist, it's not like if you died right now and then yeah. what's going to happen after you die. They show what happens if you never existed. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mean to be mean. But a lot of people, if they didn't exist, would the world really change at all in any significant way outside I mean, of their like 500 yeah. person town? <laughs> like, not like trying to bring the mood down or anything, but like some people, if you're not around, it's not that people wouldn't notice it. They just wouldn't notice it at first. Yeah. You know, and a lot of times like these rich white men around the holidays, I feel like they don't contribute enough. You contribute something to your family, but you're probably taking something away from someone else. Exactly. Say so that's the thing you need to Like, where's the other side of the story? Yeah, okay, so the white yeah. man is now guard from the world, and now, like, 35 different minorities are prospering better. Mm. So... What's up? What's so up? he should stay guard. That's the ball of the story, right? Yeah. So he should be guard. It just, it seems like such a, like, ham-fisted attempt at, like, saying, like, well, all people matter. Mm-hmm. It's ve- It gives very suicide prevention uh, yeah. special. Yeah yeah mm-hmm. which like mm-hmm. i mean like good on you i guess but also those specials rates. always go to the same people yeah. like middle class white people that's like they deal with stuff so hard so the hard. rest of us are like it's so hard being upper middle class hello i deal with oppression in this country what do you mean what are you talking there about there's nothing more difficult than being an upper middle class family that girl called me a monkey the other day <laughs> She spilled milk on my hair. And then she called me and not be, what the heck are you talking about? What about me? What about, what if that was my 13th reason? What if that was my last straw? Nah, nah. Took me an hour to do my hair this morning. You're gonna mess it up. Why? For what? Just for a kiki, a laugh, huh? Oh, and you're sad. Girl, screw you and your tapes. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) Screw you. I am sad too. All right. How do you think I feel? Yeah, I'm gonna be a little selfish. Like, it's a cute concept to like have people show Show people, like, you will be missed if you're gone, but it's always, like, the same people, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we get it, like, the PTA would probably run a little less smoothly with you, but let's talk about, like, that one person that works at the grocery store that does everyone's jobs for them, and if they were gone, crumbled. Exactly. Um, Smithereens! Not to, not to be, like, no, take, take the head server out mm-hmm. of the Applebee's and watch yeah. the entire ecosystem for a 30 mile radius crumble. 
Yeah. Like, that's the type of story I want to see. Nobody's like, rolling silver. No one's busting tables. No one's picking up clean dishes from the dishwasher. Nobody's eating their food out the hot tray. Like, that's the type of story mm-hmm. I'd be invested in seeing. Like, that's if so that happens and then the yeah. restaurant has to close down and then, like, the entire town, like, relied on that restaurant or, like, that was, like, their main place. And so, like, friendships and relationships and everything are broken. That's, that's a 25 minute special I'd pay to see. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But not, are... not, but not the 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 rich white person. Okay, rich white person who's stressed at work mm-hmm. and is feeling a little bit sad. Let's talk about uh, Netflix Christmas movies because I have watched a few of them, and there are some that I like and some that I don't like. Like okay. a Christmas Prince, I actually like that movie. Oh, a Christmas Prince. Yeah, it is. I hell, I was hilariously cheesy. Hilariously mm-hmm. cheesy. I can't hate that movie. Yeah, I feel like it's one of the only movies that, uh, I feel like it's one of the movies, holiday movies that Netflix has made that I can understand that, like, it's a little cheesy. The the plot has kind of been done before, but it's still cute. And also the actress in the movie is, she was on a show called iZombie that I used mm-hmm. to really love. So that's why I started watching the movie. Because I was like, okay, girl, you get to eat your holiday bag. I'll get to hop in the bag too. What's up? You know what I mean? Let me see what you're doing. And it's very cute. It's not bad at all. Like some of the Christmas movies that um Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Say it. No, some of the Christmas movies are like, you know, they're not they're not giving like okay, why was it Princess that Switch three romancing the star? <laughs> we listen, why was there one year where Vanessa Hodges had two Christmas movies and I couldn't tell them apart? There was what? the Princess Switch and then the night before Christmas. Girl, what is up with you in a royalty? Tell me it? why in the Princess Switch 3, Romancing the Star, Vanessa Hudgens plays three different versions of herself. Vanessa Hudgens is in every lead female role in that movie. It's a spy movie. It's a spy, like, thriller movie. Why are we doing The Kingsman and Christmas? Why, <laughs> why is we The Kingsman and Christmas? This is not the female James Bond we wanted. This is not the female James this Bond. This is the Ocean's this Eleven not, that we were talking no, about earlier. The Princess Switch wanted. 3 no, is Ocean's Eleven. No, no. Can someone tell Vanessa Hudgens to start singing? She actually had a good voice for a while. Like She geez. also, I will, wait a second, I will credit this. Mm-hmm. Um, So mm-hmm. obviously Vanessa Hudgens, she's a professionally trained dancer. That's how she got mm-hmm. into the entertainment industry. And they actually give her a lot of time. Like she does all of her own stunts. And it's a spy movie. So you get like this stereotypical like laser like mm-hmm. room that you have to get past. She does a lot with that. And like, you can tell, like with how they choreograph her and you know that you like, you can easily tell that her isn't a stunt double. You can tell like, oh, oh, she knows those, there are no wires. She is mm-hmm. actually legitimately doing this. I was like, well, good on them for using the, one of the only things that Vanessa Hudgens is super good at and actually incorporate it into the movie. Good on them. Yeah, in the third movie, after we're already tired of yeah. all the other <laughs> In the third movie, finally. Yeah. Also, ways again, I have to, it's, wait, this is, so unintentionally better that I burst out laughing. Part of the plot of the movie is like there's like the like there's the two good Vanessa Hudgens and then there's the bad Vanessa Hudgens. Okay, mm-hmm. that was already established for some reason. And part of the plot is the bad Vanessa Hudgens is good at being a spy, and the others are like princesses. They they are not good. Mm-hmm. And so one of the Vanessa Hudgens, like there's a Christmas party where like the star like needs to be stolen back. So at this Christmas party, the bad Vanessa Hudgens has to train the good Vanessa Hudgens to act like the bad one so that the bad one can actually be doing the spy stuff 
while the good one, disguised as the bad one, is distracting everyone. So Vanessa, there's, a, there's several scenes where Vanessa Hudgens is trading Vanessa Hudgens to be Vanessa Hudgens so that Vanessa Hudgens can go out and do something else. <laughs> and it's, it's like stereotypical, like, I need to train you to act like me so that, oh my God. So that Glenn, we can switch places. But Glenn, it's stop. literally the same actress. Stop. It is the stop. Same. Stop. I feel like Charlie Day in the mailroom right now. What's going on? What's going on? Stop it. I don't think they realize. Stop it. They didn't realize how funny that looks. It looks so... I'm I died. That is so funny. I'm done. I'm done. No, I'm done. Yeah. I think the night before Christmas, like with a K, the night before Christmas, yeah. is better than the princess switch. Definitely. Because like, it's literally about a guy who came from like the 1700s mm-hmm. and he somehow got in the year 2019 and he falls in love. How is this? That's the thing. This movie is hilarious, but I feel like it could have been funnier. This man comes from a time where like there were not running, there was not running water. There were not toilets. Everyone bathed in the river. People ate like pig meat. Like, where, where and- is he bathing in the river? Where is he diving into, they're in New York, right? The Hudson mm-hmm. Bay mm-hmm. to get his like morning wash. Yeah. That would, I would pay to see that. I mean, you know, a nice shirtless scene and a exactly. nice holiday movie, and you know what I mean? And it makes sense. It's a very well-connected, yes. historically accurate mm-hmm. shirtless scene. Netflix, mm-hmm. why want you all over that? Yeah, Netflix, show some man titties, gosh. Exactly. And there were actually like really good like Christmas movies that came out on Netflix, like A Jingle Jangle. It's not called a jingle jingle, but it's called jingle jangle. It was actually really good. It had Forrest Whitaker in it, and I watched it with my family, and it was like really, really cute. I like that one. It's very like it was very like Christmas, you know. It was like very like Christmas vibes, holiday vibes, and of course, like I'm also gonna say uh, a holiday rush. That was a good Christmas movie that I saw. And I had to say like I have to. We're gonna start like my family and I. We're gonna start watching Christmas movies pretty soon because it is a holiday season and we're all home again. Yeah. And I I'm working. Like, well, I'm not working on Christmas Eve. Or I was Christmas about to Day, say, I was working. about to say, if you're working on Christmas Day, imagine if I did work on Christmas Day. Because at my job, if I was, if we were open on Christmas Day, oh my gosh, man. Oh my gosh, somebody sedate me, please. <laughs> no, not at all. No, no, thank you. But one other new Christmas movie that did come out was um, Let It Snow. And it was based off a book. It was one, of, it's one of those books that was written by multiple authors. So there are stories by John Green, David Leviathan, Maureen Johnson. If you ever read a John Green book, you know who those people are, mm-hmm. okay? You know who those people are. And a couple other like YA novelists contributed stories to this book. And then I think the book, it was converted to a movie on Netflix. It's been a while since I watched the movie. I watched it when it first came out, but I want to rewatch it because it was actually really good. Because a lot of times, well, y'all be converting things. Netflix, when you convert books to movies, you actually get a right. For the most yeah, part, mm-hmm. you get it right. I don't know what else is going on with your other content, but when it comes to the books, when it comes to the nerds, they get it right every time. Cause you know, Netflix watches Book Talk. You know they watch Book Talk. You know they watch BookTube. Absolutely. You know they be on there. Uh, I was mm-hmm. like, okay, what else do you think they're doing? Yeah, yeah, they definitely are. They're trying to get it right, right, you know. And so I. I actually really like Let It Snow. It was very cute. It was like the intertwining stories. Sometimes intertwining stories are not good 
sometimes it falls flat or one person isn't featured enough or another person doesn't get enough screen time and I think that did happen in Let It Snow but it all really culminated together in like a really sweet way and it's just like a cute little romance film for like the young people and also it starred like young actors like young actors not like too young but like pretty young Mm -hmm. so like they fit the ages of the stories and a lot of the actors are like I don't want to say this to be rude but a lot of like b-team actors were like you see them in a movie or tv show but they're like the supporting character like yeah. you recognize them but they're not the lead but they're the person that you want to be the lead like you want them to have their own little special exactly. you like them like they get the fan cams so all of them <laughs> the in one movie together cams, oh my god all of them in one movie together it's like very sweet and very cute and i like that movie it was like really like adorable and like it warmed my heart and i'm definitely gonna go rewatch it because it was actually like pretty i was scared that it was gonna be bad because netflix you know girl you try your best, but sometimes it's just not enough, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's there, but it's not really there. You know, like we can't just, we cannot, I cannot do subpar. I can't do half good. You know what I mean? I need it to be good. You know, you have all this money, all these resources. And where are they going? Yes. You know, you need to give me something else, babes. You need to give me something like strong, you know what I mean? So let us know. It's definitely one of my favorite ones. I'm definitely gonna go back and rewatch it pretty soon. That's so sweet. Yeah, a lot and a lot of the Christmas movies that are well known are on Netflix are bad, but we should talk about the good ones. You know what I mean? Because they do make good ones sometimes. Mm-hmm. They make a lot of those Christmas movies, uh. and a lot of times people just like write it off as it not being like good, and like some people just write it off because it's like it's cheesy, it's overdone. They do the same thing. It's boring. Y'all rely on the same romantic tropes or whatever. Like Operation Christmas Drop. Another thing, Cat, Miss Cat Graham. Mm-hmm. Listen, I love you. I love you. The Vampire Diaries. The Vampire Diaries did you dirty. I've never seen the Vampire Diaries, but I know the CW and racism are besties. All right. Um. So I know them fans. Uh, I I will I will send you a link after this. Nah. We, no. 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 Because we both watch. Jenny Nicholson. She has a uh-huh. two and hour and forty five minute video where oh, she yeah, goes over yeah. everything the Vampire Diaries, and she has a specific section where she addresses how badly they treated Kate Graham. Yeah, and I'll just send you like the timestamp. Okay. Yeah, I'll definitely go check that out. I think I may have already seen the video. No, I didn't, because it was like Vampire Diaries, and then I was like, I love you, Jenny, but two hours is too long for me. Sorry, babe. Sorry, it was babe. they. I don't know how. Like, it's one of those times where, like, you go back and you watch it, or you, like, rewatch those scenes, you're like, this was, like, public TV. Mm-hmm. Like, they are actively getting, like, not getting away, but, like, they're just, like, publicly saying this. And they think that this is a good idea. Like, you can tell that there was not a drop of melon, of, of melon in the entire production team. Not a single, there was not an ounce of pigment combined. If I see a black person in a CW show and their wig doesn't look right, I'm like, oh no. It's already it's time to say a prayer. It's time to say a prayer. If Ooh. you see someone in a $35 Party City wig. Riverdale, tell me how y'all got the money to do Heathers, but you couldn't fix Vanessa's wig. What's up with that? Like, where's the wig budget? Let me, let me, make, it, let me make it very clear. Let me make it very clear to Riverdale and any CW show, anyone even thinking about using wigs, I guarantee you the amount of profit you will see back from like i don't know people in the beauty space saying yeah. that you have good wigs is way more than you will get that, that then you're saving by getting bad ones That's like just problem. the amount of yeah. press and praise you will get for having quality wigs 
the attention you'll get for that will overcompensate anything you were trying to save on by getting bad ones. The amount of times, like, you watch a show that you like, the amount of times I have watched anything on TV and I see a Black person come on screen, screen, I'm like, oh, oh, I'm so happy you're here, but girl, what is going on here? Like, I hope they paid you a lot of money for this because you deserve it. Yeah. There have been some bad ones. Like, Shamar Moore, that, like, cornrow wig he was wearing, mm, it was not okay. It was not good. Also, there was one from The Walking Dead. There's this one guy from The Walking Dead. Let me try to share my screen with you so I can show you. Don't, oh my God. She's torturing me, guys. Send help. No! <laughs> <laughs> you see this? Ah! Stop! <laughs> this, this is, is torture. She just laughed. She just this laughed. Is, is, it, is, is it literally, this is this is racism. This, this one right here? This one, this one right here, man. Y'all couldn't even blood it or nothing. Y'all couldn't give Lucius nothing. Why would you do this to him? Oh my gosh, it's giving very much hat. It's, much <laughs> it's giving gust of wind and it blows it's, off. Uh, it's giving, it's not good, baby. Like, this is what it's giving. <laughs> this is what it's giving. Maybe what you can't see right now, she just put up a picture of Doja Cat in a bad wig. If you yeah. really type Doja Cat bad yeah. wig into Google, she literally clicked on the first picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she's fixed her lace front ever since this, but this one, it stays in the history book. That's going to be forever. You will never get yeah. past that. You, that. Like, babe, you're a very good singer. You're a very great rapper. You're very talented, but this, please hire somebody else to do your wigs. Yeah, please. because. Ooh, you, this one too? Ooh, baby. Man. Dang. Queen, you look stunning, but you just need to fire whoever's doing your wigs. Mm, yeah. Well, maybe Sometimes, you already did. Maybe you already did fire them. Yeah. I do have to say, like, the C- I have watched a lot of TV shows on the CW, and that is my fault. That, that is, is your fault. That, that is, is my character flaw. That's my character flaw. And each and every time they have a Black person on their show, the fans don't know how to act or respect people. This, like with Candace Patton, this happens all the time with her on The mm-hmm. Flash. The Flash fans don't know how to act, you know, and it's so disrespectful and rude, and it's so, I hate that. Because you have these very talented, very wonderful, amazing people on your show. And sure, behind the scenes, y'all are all nice and y'all are best friends and buddy-buddy. But you can't just get on Twitter for a second and be like, hey, guys, can you please stop calling my co-star a porch monkey? Can you please stop telling her that she needs to go back and pick cotton? It's just not nice. Like, like we said that Chris Pratt, what, smells bad or something yeah. like that. Which he does. We <laughs> said that Chris Pratt isn't the best Chris out there when there were like 10 Chris's in Hollywood and suddenly y'all calling the Avengers for real to defend yeah, the Like you actually like picked up the phone and dialed every Avenger. I was like, this is, this is like an S2 emergency. Like this is the biggest crisis that's ever happened in America. If you don't leave Mark Ruffalo alone, he's not here to like pat your back and be like, no buddy, people like you. Like, like some of these people just got their bag and they want to be left alone. Like some people left the MCU for a reason. Buddy, bro, what? Oh but my we gosh, can't take like... the time to quickly tweet out that Candace Patton is a human. Like his, is a living way. human being. Hold on, there was a tweet that he tweeted a while ago. Tweet about. I want to show you because I just remembered it, and it has to be on Google somewhere. It has to be. 
Hold on. I don't know if I can find it. It was like a really bad tweet. I think it's gone now. That'd be, that'd be for the best. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. No, I found it. I found it. I found it. I Wait, found we did. It. We did. <laughs> now I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to show it to you and then I'm going to read it. Okay. I was raised in a racist society because I'm white. No. I was brought up in a loving, accepting family in the theater community. The theater community? That's elitist and classes and also racist. You can't. What are you, you talking about? <laughs> Rant. You can't. You can't say this is so bad. This is so bad. <laughs> you can't say this is not good. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me let me let me let me focus for a second. Mm. How are you going to call the theater community not one of the most elitist, racist, I don't even know what else to call it, classist group of people? In uh, not in America, but like they're up there. They're definitely up there. I want you to tell me, not you, but I want you to tell me. When was the last time that you saw Little Shop of Horrors and the three, um, the three bellops, the three main girls, not Audrey, the other three girls, were played by black women like they're supposed to be? Yeah. Don't be shy. Name the show. It's, I, oh my gosh. And that's very Here's basic the- casting. You literally just need to have three black women that can sing. And like, let's be realistic. Every single black woman who's ever a part of theater is an amazing singer because they'd have to be, otherwise Every they wouldn't be a part one of theater. Of them every single one of them and every and you can and also another thing is that there are so many talented like actors of color within the theater space mm-hmm. and they do they have not received the same accolades and attention the way that Lin-Manuel Miranda has absolutely like not. I love him but buddy there are people here who have been here longer than you and before you and it's just like and, they, how and like Okay, what? I'm so glad that people don't know where I live because I don't want to be like murdered in my sleep. Oh my but God. <laughs> there are, some of those people have done it better than you. Yeah, like. Oh no, I just, I can literally hear them coming to my house. No, I can hear them storming. No. <laughs> also, the Little thing... Miranda fans are about to break in. They're coming. They're, They're vicious. They have their pitchforks. <laughs> They're coming. They're just like saying hurricane under their breath. They're like, I am not throwing away my shot like already <laughs> another thing is that like the tonys love to do this thing where they have like musicals like once on this island and like the color purple perform and they don't give them like the same amount of awards or accolades they do the other musicals like yeah thanks yeah another thing i found this other um comment he left i guess it's like as far as defending any of my co-stars I absolutely will when I see it on my page I don't go looking for trolls or hate about me or any of my friends or co-stars when I see someone say something racially insensitive straight up racist just trolling or being a bully I block them without hesitation that's the most energy I am willing to waste on an internet troll my castmates know I have their backs like that's nice and all but you could also just be like hey stop it like being like saying that like oh they know I have their backs they know I like support them they know they know me they know I love them like yeah that's great but like you could also just say it you don't have to like be like I just block people I don't pay attention to the hate you're not paying attention to the hate but Candace is getting it constantly so See, it's not that hard I to just feel like you know, out, it's, like it's hey the, it's the old not I mean not old argument but it's like the very true argument that if you are in a place that you can ignore the hate or ignore the racism, ignore the oppression, mm-hmm. then you probably aren't the one experiencing it. Yeah. Like if your attitude is like, I just choose to like ignore it. I just then it literally probably isn't affecting you. Yeah. Because the stuff the- like unfortunately, the stuff mm-hmm. being said about Candace Patton online will probably impact the her future career. Yeah. And that's just something that you don't have to worry about. 
because Grant Gustin can go from The Flash straight to Broadway if he wanted to. Like, mm-hmm. Candace Pitt, Patton probably won't want to do any any more acting after The Flash. Unless it comes with a fat check. Like, that would be was... one of the thickest checks she's ever gotten. Unless she's working with, like, Issa Rae or Jordan Peele, mm-hmm. she's probably going to be taking a break because I would want to take a break. And she deserves it. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. She does deserve it. Because the way that the, these fans treat them, CW fans don't know how to act, bro. They don't know how to act. And Super the fact that she's been carrying that entire series on her, I know she's not the main actor, I don't care. The way she has been carrying that entire series for what, eight seasons now? Isn't The Flash yeah. on like season eight or something? It's been yeah. going. It's, it's going. It's been going. Like, another thing is that like CW fans, Supernatural ended like a year or two ago and it still trends like just about every night. Castiel, mm-hmm. Jensen Ackles, Supernatural. They always make a trend on Twitter. Y'all need to let it go. Yeah. You it's too, fine. Jensen. I don't need a prequel. <laughs> I don't want the prequel. All right. I know Jared got into a little tizzy and then y'all paid him off. I don't want a prequel to Supernatural. It's over. It's done. The only other spinoff that Supernatural needed was Wayward Sisters. But y'all didn't do that. So. Yeah. We were talking about Christmas with you. No, we weren't. You yes, did we not convince me. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Christmas. We were talking movies. about wait, what was the last thing Christmas that we said? Oh my god. We were talking about good Christmas movies like we were talking about, I was talking about Cat Graham. Because I was trying, oh, what I was meant to say was that you keep having these very talented actors in these films and you don't give them good scripts, nope. good plot, good directions, good lighting. Also, Cat Good Graham, wigs. <laughs> good wigs! <laughs> they changed her wig four times in that movie. Each one of them even were more worse than the worse other than last cat i love you so much and like why like oh my gosh i know christmas movies have to follow like a certain formula and stuff but we can switch it up we can make it different we can make it new we can make it fresh we can do something else you know what i mean i know y'all only have 90 minutes of runtime but we can do something with the 90 minutes baby like we really can like i understand it's for a check and i'm glad that cat yeah. has been in, like two christmas movies that's good for her but do you know it's a Christmas movie idea that hasn't really been explored that would be, like, obviously it won't become a trend, but would be very harsh and interesting and a very good look at Christmas? Hmm. Just honestly, don't you don't even need actors. This is cheap. This is cheap content. Just film a Target the week before Christmas. Just set up camera, get permission, set up camera everywhere the week before Christmas and just look at the absolute horrible ways that we treat retail workers, and how horribly, like, see, look, it's an interesting look. Mm-hmm. It's different. I mean, it's different. It's different. It's harsh. It's cheap. It's real. A critical mm-hmm. look at our capitalism in America doing what's supposed to be the happiest time of the year. That would be boom, a boom, good boom. Idea. I'd watch that. I'd 100% remind, watch that. Yeah. It reminds me of Superstore. Exactly. Else, I miss that. I miss that show. Why do they have to end it? America Ferreira. <laughs> Y'all could have gone up forever. America, why'd you leave me? Girl, why'd you go? I love you, baby. Come back. I love I love Superstore so much. Superstore is one of those shows that's like, it's actually funny. Mm-hmm. And also, it has a huge cast. Yeah. And a lot of times with shows with big casts, it, it kind of like, it falls back too much on like the cast being like, not really there. You know, like sometimes like you have like a big group of people and they're just kind of like hanging out. Not everybody has like a personality. Mm-hmm. Every single person on Superstore is a distinct individual. They're all funny. 
they're all interesting they all get lines they all contribute they all boost the story in some kind of way and you do get attached to them a little bit exactly like, yeah like it's actually like a good i miss superstore so much it was such a good show i'm gonna go rewatch it i'm gonna show my mom superstore i think she'll like it because usually around the holidays we watch uh this is us mm-hmm. because it's like you know it's like that sad stuff that you watch it's like sentimental it's nostalgic and also i want to say y'all need to stop trying to copy this is us there's only one sure. show that the magic of this is us cannot be duplicated the fact that they got it right the first time amazing but it just can't be done again because when you try and you try and copy it off the original baby it falls flat each and every time mm-hmm. it's just it is what it is it just it's just what it is you know what i mean so um so christmas movies christmas movies glenn what kind of christmas movies do you <laughs> what kind of christmas movies do you like I mean, I really talked about like the very nostalgia driven ones I like. I guess I realized I like a lot of the cartoons more than I like live action ones, just because mm-hmm. they're more entertaining. Usually Christmas movie uh Christmas specials, they get like a higher budget. So like they are a little bit more fluid with their animation, a little bit more expressive, and they can get oh, a little bit more out there. Mm-hmm. Um and they're just interesting. I also I'm only saying this because of Krampus. Horror Christmas movies? Kind of interesting. It's new, There's... it's different. Yeah, there should be a horror Thanksgiving movie. Horror Thanksgiving. That would be good. That'd be kind of funny. Yeah, I think there's like established lore. I mean, like there's there's the real life history of the horrors mm-hmm. around Thanksgiving, but there mm-hmm. is an established like lore around Thanksgiving, like there is for like Christmas. So, mm-hmm. and they something tells that. me that like we aren't getting an accurate depiction of the horrible things that happened around the time of the first Thanksgiving from Hollywood. Yeah, I'm soon. Mm somebody should make that happen like that's definitely something that we need a thanksgiving horror movie that would be fun that would be a good time i'd watch it absolutely yeah absolutely give me something new something different yeah we need a thanksgiving movie you know what i mean like thanksgiving is so ignored thanksgiving is important too thanksgiving matters too you know exactly thanksgiving is thanksgiving is just as much of a holiday as all the others exactly give thanksgiving its due give it its day gosh Another thing, like, I was going to say something and I forgot. I forgot what I was going to say. I forgot. I completely blinked. I completely blinked. There is one um, Christmas movie that I do love, and it's called uh, The Preacher's Wife. I think I told you about this movie before. Oh, yeah, you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Preacher's Wife, it's about um, a pastor. Uh, he is played by Courtney B. Vance, I believe. Yes, Courtney B. Vance. Love him. King. It also starts Whitney Houston, which is the main reason why I watched it. And, like, there are so many people in this film. Like, the cast is truly just, like, one of a kind. I think it might have been, it might be a remake. It's a remake uh, of The Bishop's Wife. I don't care. This is better. The Directed by Penny Marshall. Amazing. We love female directors. Music by Hans Zimmer. We love that for real. Samuel Goodwin Jr. Produced it. Come on, King. Come on, Stella. Come on, Young Lovers. We love it. Basically, like, it's about a cleric and he begins to doubt himself and, like, Mm -hmm. God and his purpose. He's trying to, like, raise money for the church, of course. And so an angel comes to help him along his way. And along the way... When the angel comes to visit him, the angel falls in love with his wife, who is Whitney Houston. And I can understand that because Whitney Houston is a, bo- is a babe. I was about um, to say, I can understand falling in love with Whitney Houston. Yeah, like, it happens. It can happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. And also, I love this movie so much because it's so cute. It's so sweet. It's so wholesome. Like, it's generally such a good movie. And 
Denzel Washington plays the heck out of an angel and he really does like embody like this kind of innocence that angels have a little bit to like real world experiences but not too innocent like they understand what's going on mm-hmm. and it's like it's such a good movie it's such a good movie and people do not talk about it enough it is a Christmas movie too and I wish that Netflix had taken it off of their um I really wish Netflix had taken it off of their um listing their library it's a classic this is a more of a classic that sounds like classic Netflix to take off a classic yeah uh, I miss it I want it. I think I'm just gonna buy it. I think I'm gonna buy it and then I'm gonna rewatch it with my family because it mm-hmm. is like one of those like very very. It's like a hidden gem. It's one of those movies that you would see on like your grandma's like on top of her VCR and you're like, what's this movie? And you just like accidentally watch it just to see like what it's about and mm-hmm. you just fall in love with it. As you should, a hundred percent. Yeah, that's how I feel about uh um a pre- the preacher's wife because there are a lot of Christmas movies that I watch that are Christmas movies. Like, I'll watch movies around Christmas time, like The Princess Diaries or, like, mm-hmm. other nostalgic movies around Christmas time because it's just, like, that's a good movie to watch. Mm-hmm. The only Christmas movie I really watch is, like, Elf and The Holiday, which stars um, uh, Cameron Diaz, Kate Winslet, yeah. Jude Law, I think the guy's name is, and Jack Black. And I was surprised when I saw Jack Black in the movie because I was like, no one told me Jack Black was in this. And he played, like, a love interest. And I was like, Jack Black is actually very attractive and it makes sense for him to play lovely Tris. Okay, <laughs> don't sleep on my boy. I love him. We love that for him. It's actually a really sweet movie. The Holiday. I think it's about, it's about these two women and then they like become like email pals or whatever and they decide to switch houses for the holiday to get like mm-hmm. a new perspective or a new like you know look on life and of course like romance ensues and it's cheesy and it's like it's cheesy but it's cute it's like very cute very wholesome very nice I don't remember exactly how the movie went because when I first watched it I was like 14 years old but I think I liked it another Christmas movie I really like is The Last Holiday it stars Queen Latifah I have seen just about every movie Queen Latifah is in I have seen just about every movie she's in. The Last Holiday is about a woman. She thinks she has three weeks to live. So she takes out all of her life savings. She goes to the most expensive hotel in Europe. She starts living it up. She starts living her life like the Vida Loca that she deserves. Mm -hmm. It is so good. Oh my gosh, it's such a good movie. And it's so funny and it's wholesome. And it's like hilarious. It's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And Ella Kuche is in it too. Ella Kuche is such a good actor. Oh my God. He's such a good actor. I love when rappers become actors and they're actually like really good at it. Like it's like, okay, mm. all right, you got also here, okay, go on then. Yeah. Oh my gosh. They used to show that all the time on TBS. So if it's not on any streaming site, I'm just gonna buy it. I'm just gonna buy it, you know, because I want to watch it. Yeah. Any movies that you love? Uh I mean, we can always bring up the controversial opinion that Home Alone <laughs> is a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Are there people who think it's not a Christmas movie? People say that it's not a Christmas movie because it has nothing to do with Christmas. What do you mean? It happens around Christmas time. Exactly. That's all it, it needs to be a Christmas movie. Christmas. That's a Christmas movie. A classic bring... Christmas movie at that. The... Yeah. Don't start bringing up Die Hard and how that's a Christmas movie too. It's not. It's an action movie. <laughs> Some people have brought that up too. I will. Home Alone, Christmas movie. Die Hard, action movie. Y'all are not Jake Peralta, okay? Like, we don't need to hear your argument. We don't care. Bruce Willis, all that, leave it alone. Please, please, and thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Did we have, <laughs> we like ranted for a while. We ranted about... for a long time. Yeah. 
Did you have anything else you wanted to say about Christmas movies? Because I really I don't... don't think so. I got all of my my bitter gripe being complained out. I even got to make fun of boy bands. Um, uh, this truly was a Christmas mu- uh, a Christmas miracle. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say um, I don't need any more remakes. You know, no. like you don't have to take a movie that has been done before and made before it was successful and well liked, and then make a new one about it. Like sometimes remakes work. And sometimes they don't. Sometimes you can just leave stuff alone and let it be. You know what I mean? Like, it's simply it. That's simply all I gotta say, really. So, alrighty then. So, well, we passing on then. All right. Well, this is the one thing I'm gonna pass on because I just well, hopped well, on Twitter. Wait, okay. bef- before you pass, I because okay. this is this is just a quick thing about something that you mentioned you're gonna pass on before. Uh, I blame you. I blame huh? you. For what? The amount of ads that I've gotten in the last five days alone for licorice pizza, <laughs> 19. I've been counting because I knew that we were going to have this podcast. Yes. 19 ads on YouTube, like before like my videos or whatever, in the last five days about licorice pizza being the greatest movie that has ever come out. And I blame you. You and you alone. It's not my fault. It's my not my fault. was listening. It was listening. When you were talking about it, when you were ranting, it was like, licorice pizza it wrote that down it was like oh so this person is very interested in this movie the way that tiktok film bros are taking this movie and running with it like oh you don't understand cinema you don't understand how movies work you guys are so you guys are so sensitive they're treating this like it's interstellar like this is like some of the one of the greatest movies that has come out they're treating like it's like this will be a movie that will be remembered in like 75 years as one of the greatest movies of like the 21st century no babe it's licorice pizza (laughs) the name is stupid the concept is boring it's been done before it's gross yeah let's not forget that (laughs) the main plot that's bringing people in and the thing that people hate is the pedophilia and the asian racist caricatures in the movie we already had this conversation with you but obviously you white people weren't listening hello we don't do caricatures anymore it's 2021 all right if he's gonna have an asian wife she needs to have a name a passion and she needs to have a personality all right she can't be interchangeable y'all are disgusting and irritating it's tired leave it alone let it go anyways i just felt the need to bring it up because i personally hold you responsible don't hold me responsible (laughs) you want to hold me responsible for this baby girl you got a big storm coming (laughs) so i just hopped on twitter just now oh so that was a bad idea Because um, I was looking for a can't wait, like a pass, Mm -hmm. because I didn't have a pass this week. I was really going to like be like, I don't know on what, like I was going to pass on the Omnicron variant. That's what I was going to pass on. But instead, I'm going to pass on this new movie that's coming out. If it's the same movie that I'm thinking of, I'm going to scream. That shouldn't be coming out. And the movie is called Death on the Nile. Okay, okay. Not the same It stars Gal Gadot mm-hmm. and Army Hammer. And wow. if you don't know why I'm going to pass in this movie, look up Army Hammer and read the Vanity Fair article, The Fall of Army Hammer, and learn all about his crazy dark past that includes one interesting word, cannibalism. Yeah. So I don't know why. Y'all are making this movie and why you letting it come out. And I don't know what you think. I don't know what makes you think that people want to watch it. Because Gal Gadot is already a war criminal, all right? And people let it pass because Wonder Woman. But this is too far, all right? Army Hammer, 
is unhinged. His family, crazy. The life that he lives, insane. And a lot of people are making these excuses like, oh, a lot of people in Hollywood are like that. A lot of people in Hollywood are like that. This is the rights of fame, blah, 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 whatever. That's like, the point. That's what we're addressing. That is the yes. problem. That's the problem. The Y'all issue letting... that we're talking about is that there's a lot of people like that. Yes. And these people should not be in Hollywood. This is why the Me Too movement is so important. Y'all irritate me. Y'all make my ass itch to my core. Okay. <laughs> like, Army Hammer should not be exempt or excluded. He should not be the exception. This man isn't even that good of an actor in the first place, but y'all just want to give him a get out of jail free card because he's a white man and he's a pretty white man and you need one of them still around. You still need one of them around, you know, because you still want the bad boy of Hollywood. He's not a bad boy. He's a horrible man. Mm-hmm. All right? He has a very gross, disgusting past and you keep letting these predators these terrible people, these horrible men have careers and have access to young women in the industry and just keep going about like, we love women, believe women's stories, time's up, all this BS. Everybody wore black to the Golden Globes one time and y'all want to act like you eradicated sexual assault out of the industry. No, you didn't. Because these old white men that run the studios, that run the streaming services, that run the network, that run Viacom, and whatever else it is, distribution and production companies that let these movies go out, that let Licorice Pizza get out in theaters, so many other amazing, phenomenal independent films just sit in the tank and never get picked up again and just go straight to God. Y'all let these things prosper and grow, and then you act surprised when young people don't want to watch your movies, when young people don't want to give you support, when young people don't talk about your stuff, and you whine and you cry about, oh, it's millennials on their phones. No, it's because you align yourself with predators. You make boring movies, terrible movies with pedophilia, and you have people who have been accused of cannibalism in your films. Like, we're just going to ignore that? I want this industry to die simply off the fact that y'all will not take accountability for your actions and acknowledge how terrible y'all are. It is embarrassing. It is embarrassing. You are grown. Honestly, you're just going to let this slide like oh you know it's not that it's no babe it's not bad i hope this movie tanks at the box office i hope it gets the worst reviews i hope every single late night visit that i hope every single late night talk show that army hammer goes on the coasts laugh at him gawk in his face drag him through the mud all right i hope the next time you go out walking in the streets army hammer someone spits in your face cannibalism absolutely not absolutely not can you imagine can you imagine having to go on a press tour with someone like that. I would be scared for my life. And I don't like Gal Gadot either because she is a war criminal, but like, mm. <laughs> oh my God, this is bad. Oh, also just because somebody is out of the public eye for a year doesn't mean they've changed or they're grown or they're different. Exactly. I know this man was vacationing in Vienna or Australia or whatever. Don't try to convince me that he was in, seeing a therapist, mm-hmm. all right? This man would argue with people on Twitter just about every other day when Call Me By Your Name came out. Oh, that's right. That's right. You're in one Boots Riley film and suddenly you want me to think that you're deep? No, 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 no. Sorry. And I got a couple words to talk about that Boots Riley film, but we don't have to get into it today. All right. Yeah, this is our Christmas episode, so <laughs> watch out. <laughs> Ari Hammer, you're getting a lump of coal this Christmas. You're getting a lump of coal and a smack in the face. Because honestly, like, when you could go and look at his, like, family history it truly is disgusting like i understand you shouldn't like judge people off the sins of their ancestors 
But if you're repeating these things and you're carrying them out in your own life, it's not like being edgy, being different. Like, oh, you guys just want like, it's like, oh, you're too sensitive. You want nice people. Not everyone's perfect. Don't put people on a pedestal, blah, blah, blah. I never liked Army Hammer in the first place, but I definitely don't like him now that I've read this Variety article and I've seen all the gross and disgusting things that he's done and obviously learned from the foot of his father from all the things he's done. Like, this man needs Jesus. Oh, uh, yes. Also, this article is so freaking long. And some uh, of the things he has said to these people, to like, uh, me, there are text messages released that he had sent to various women. I'm not going to reread these text messages because they're disgusting. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm streaming right now on Twitch. So I don't want Twitch to try and like ban me. But it's very, it's not, it's Glenn. It's no. Glenn, I'm going to send some of these to you. I'm sorry. See, look, look what, look no, what no, no, I no, have no, to no. go through. <laughs> Because, no, because of these people's actions, look what I have to go through. I'm blaming it's, no one but the original posters. Oh my gosh. Because, like, this stuff isn't, it doesn't make you, it's so unhinged and deranged. And it shows something, like, really wrong with you. And if this man were a director, oh my gosh. You can only pray for these women. You could just delete it after you see the message, uh, honestly. Oh my I God. Would. There is multiple. <laughs> she sent me a full-on academic paragraph. Ah! I literally scrolled to the end of the article and it just got worse. It just got worse. It's <laughs> so bad. It's horrible. It's terrible. See, this is also the kind of stuff that people would put on Reddit and they're like, I'm I like, they're like, I don't mean it. Like, I don't actually think that way. Like, I don't actually think it. Like, I'm just saying it to like make people angry to get a rise out of you. No, if you're saying something this demented and this gross and this twisted, I truly do think there's something wrong with you. Like you talking about um how you want someone's organs or how you want to put someone in a vegetative state. Also, there's a lot of all word fantasy literally directly mm-hmm. being said here too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you talking about how you want to brand someone? Like their like property? Like we said, let's get tattoos together. This isn't what we meant. I want to get an affinity symbol or like a peace sign or like a heart, like two halves of a heart. And we put our wrists together. It's like we're both each other's perfect half. I don't want you to brand me. I'm not a... I'm not a cow. Yeah, uh, hold up there, cowboy. That man should not be allowed to show his face in Hollywood ever again, because this is not only embarrassing, it's disgusting, it is unhinged, it is wrong, it is vile, it is gross. Like, I don't know what you need, but what thing I need is to never see Army Hammer again, or to ever see your face again. So like we said, Death on the Nile out February 11th, 2022. Go away, go away. I hope it makes $1,000 at the box office. I hope it makes less than (laughs) (laughs) $1,000. Oh my gosh. Army Hammer, sir. I want you to be blacklisted. I I want you blackballed out of this industry. It truly is. mm -mm, It's just wrong. And he always did seem a little, you know, like he attacked a girl for writing a BuzzFeed article about him. It's like, sir, you can't be mad at BuzzFeed. They make articles about everybody about anything every single day. If you look up any combination of words and then you put BuzzFeed yeah. after it, I guarantee you there's an article about it. BuzzFeed, well, a new TV show will come out on Netflix and they'll make an article about every single person in the cast. And we didn't say an article about, like, the show. We said an article yeah. about every single person in yes. the cast. Yes, and they make three different articles about three different conspiracy theories on the show. Like, BuzzFeed is literally, like, a factory when it comes to making content. Like, if they're talking about you, you don't even have to worry about it. Like, what are you... In fact, them talking about you is probably in your favor. 
Because anything that BuzzFeed says about is. you will be, like, instantly, like, thrown out. Because yeah. it's BuzzFeed. So, good job shooting yourself in the foot there. I mean, what you fighting people for? I, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. Yeah. That being said, um, Army Hammer. It's on site. We, we need to start keeping a list because there's quite a few people you've said it's on site to. Army Hammer, Jake Paul, JJ Abrams, the Anderson person that made yeah. the licorice pizza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not Wes, is it? It's not Paul. I thought it was Wes it's, Anderson. Is it? It's one of the, it's one of the Anderson brothers. Licorice pizza. Oh, I did not type in licorice pizza. Who directed Paul. it? It is Paul Anderson. Paul, Paul is on site. I liked Inherent Vice. I thought that was okay, but this one, it's just not it. This one should have stayed in the can. It really does. That's another thing. This is another commentary on like production, like distribution distribution companies. When you are showing these films at like film festivals and you want these movies to get into like AMC theaters, Netflix, Hulu, wherever it may be. You're trying to get it so other people can watch these movies. The people who pick these movies, fund these movies and push them out are the same white men that have been in the industry for so long. And then these affluent directors complain and whine about Marvel movies, taking away good ideas and taking away interesting films out of the box office. No, that's not it. It's because film, the film industry is a boys club and y'all fund the same stupid films, all right? You're upset because your movie didn't make a hundred million dollars the same way No Way Home did? Nobody cares. It's a comic book movie. It is for kids. I'm tired of seeing the same white men write the same movies. How about that, huh? I'm tired of seeing the same affluent white movies with established careers in this industry built by white men for white men making movies for other white people and excluding people of color and queer people out of the industry telling their own stories. I'm tired of y'all telling the same things, meta films, Oscar bait movies and pushing them out expecting us to watch it over and over and over again. We do not care. We want something different and we want something new. And you're why they complain about millennials on their phones. I'm on my phone because my phone entertains me. The last duel, boring. Snooze fest. Didn't watch it. Sorry. Jodie Whittaker wasn't enough for me. All right. Do something different. Get something new or else leave me alone. All right. You're going to play about TikTok and that people have short attention spans. We do not have short attention spans. I do not have the attention span for you and your boring white mess. We don't have short attention spans. We have options. Okay. So you better make yourself a good option. Otherwise, we're not going to choose it. Nobody wanted to watch the Winston Churchill movie. No one cared. No one cared that Gary Oldham, Oldham, whatever that man's name is, put on that fat suit and decided to play a war criminal. Mm. We were watching Get Out. All right. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that could also be said about Christmas movies. Just like, do something new. Do something different. This year, 2022, let's try something else. I want some good movies. I want to be surprised. Yeah. Keep my interest a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Keep this podcast going. Do it for us. Do it for <laughs> us. Do it for the girls. <laughs> Do it for us. Yes, please. All right. I think that's all I wanted to say. I think I've I've yelled enough. Okay. All right. Um. All the right. only thing I wanted to mention. <laughs> this is a minor-ish thing, but like I just want to bring it up because uh a new trailer dropped for them for this show. Um. I think I'm probably gonna pass on the secrets of Dumbledore. Um. Yeah. So one. I don't know how clear it is how much money is going to JK Rowling did her grave. Um, so mm-hmm. that makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, it's the third movie where it was supposed to be a five movie series. But this, yeah, like, the, it's Fantastic Beasts. This is the third one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, the second one came out in 2018. So it's literally a four year gap between movies, which is almost never a good sign. Yeah. Um, 
And also, like, do we really need to know more about Dumbledore? Like, I feel like as a character, he's one of those characters that we were very glad that, like, his past was, like, a mystery. Like, that added to his character. That didn't take away yeah. from it. That made him seem more mysterious, more like a more like an all-powerful kind of, like, leader and, like, yeah. uh, like wait, 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 trainer, not trainer, master sort of, like, relationship, like, the all-seeing, like, wizard. Mysterious past helps with that. We don't want to know more about him. Also, Albus Dumbledore is not gay. I'm sorry. Like, this isn't me, like, being anti-gay, obviously. But, like, yeah. you can't retroactively. Fucking 55 years after the books of Uncle like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> 10 years 15 years go and then decide that he is and then try to retcon your entire story. like no it's fine there's no diversity whatsoever in any of your stories the stories are already written they're published it's done there's nothing you can do about it now so why are you trying so hard to change stuff when we know that you personally actually don't care about the minorities whatsoever right. you got your bag now can you just please go and like never open up your phone again and specifically never open up twitter again that's all yeah I don't understand why they're making a whole movie series out of a book that was like less than 500 pages. Like Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. It was literally just like a spinoff book for like the kids that liked Hagrid and wanted to learn exactly. about like the three-headed dog and like mm-hmm. the dragons and all that stuff. It wasn't like this whole movie series. This wasn't the most to happen. This wasn't the Yeah. Plan. Why five though? Like yeah, you are, five. y'all are willing to, y'all are willing to drain every single ounce of the Harry Potter legacy just for a quick buck. And here's the thing, like with Harry Potter, like the original series, I mean, thank goodness it got eight eight movies because like it couldn't have been done less. That made perfect sense. One book, one movie, and you still cut out so much information. That makes Mm -hmm. sense. Those were thick books with tons of lore. This is a 500 page book. Do you know what it it reminds me of when they, um, they turned The Hobbit into three, into a trilogy? Yeah. Like, like, obviously, that ended up being, like, fairly decent, and, like, they added a lot to the story, but, like, it didn't need to be done. They could have very easily made it one movie. The, yeah. The Hobbit is shorter than the other books, and they were able to make those into one movie. Well, I guess, like, like I guess it was technically two, but, like, you know, like, one, like, three-ish hour movie. Yeah. Um, that's what it's giving me. It's giving me that same feeling. Eddie Redmayne, you don't need this check, sir. You can go home. I do love Maz McKillison. I will say that. I love mm-hmm. him. He's great. I think he's an amazing actor, and, like, I did watch the first Fantastic Beast just to, like, see what it would give. And it was pretty good. Yeah, like, I liked I, it. I liked it. And then when Colin Farrell turned into Johnny Depp, yeah. I was just like, oh, oh no, here we go. Like, and every single person who has ever seen that movie or a Harry Potter film, each and every person is like, can you guys bring back Colin Farrell? Can you guys bring him back? Because, like, I'm not going to lie. I love Colin Farrell, too. Like, he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, they ask him this question all the time in every interview, almost every interview he does. He's like, so do you think I'll be returning back to the Fantastic Beast? And he's like so like nice and mature and professional that he's like, you know, I love the movie, but like, I'm not going to do it. So thank you very much. Like he's, I was like, sir, but like, could you? So yeah, here's <laughs> like, the thing. Could you? I usually don't like berating actors or actresses about like past movies mm-hmm. or about like stuff like that when like they're clearly on tour for a different movie or something like yeah. that. But like, this is an exception. This is the exception. Yeah. And because we need him back. Fronter. Please, sir. I don't know what you're doing right now. We'll play our like, please, 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 sir. Please we, we come are on suffering. set. <laughs> We're asking nicely. 
please. We I'm not, Maggie, actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to yell at you like I yell at the other white men. You know, I actually like you as a person. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you could just like answer the call, yeah. we'd appreciate it. Do Thank you. For us. Thank you. Um, but I understand, like, <clears throat> I totally agree with what you mean about like, your book, like the Harry Potter book, were full of white people. And mm-hmm. of course, people are upset about it because it lacked diversity. And it's like, there are not only just white people in Britain, in the mm-hmm. UK, obviously. It's a diverse place, as many places are. And J.K. Rowling trying to like go back and be like, oh, Harry should have been with Hermione, or like Dumbledore is gay, or like blah, 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 all this other stuff. Or like trying to save face with people critiquing how diverse her books was and then her doing a complete 180 and going to turf territory it's tired it's annoying and it's dumb and people are constantly trying to write off like oh jk rowling like being a turf isn't that big of a deal yes it is, no, no, yeah, it is. because she has written one of the most influential well-known books known to man so her opinion holds more weight than the cash register at the Wawa that mm-hmm. you see once in a while that misses. And the fact that those that those books were then turned into an incredibly successful movie franchise has yeah. only aided in that. Like she didn't just do it once. Do you know how hard it is to go from a best-selling book series to a best-selling movie franchise? Almost impossible. It's almost it's impossible done. now because every single done. almost every YA book that they are trying to give a trilogy or a movie series fails completely like the it next one running up is like hunger games and even that wasn't like a complete success right right so that's not well loved like the harry potter movies no are. it's not and also there's other there's like talk of like how jk rowling probably took a lot of her ideas from for harry potter from a neil gaiman book that has a very similar like uh story to it which like i mean i've always let that theory hold you know what I mean? Because yeah. I love Neil Gaiman, you know, and he did write the book before her. And there are a lot of similarities that like nobody wants to talk about. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, we don't need the secrets of Dumbledore. And we don't, After... I, I don't even know what episode, not episode, movie four and five are called. But like, we we really don't need those either. I'm calling it right now. We don't need those. We don't need them. After going through everything we went through this year, <laughs> what made you think that we needed J.K. Rowling back in the public eye? What made you think After we need to give J.K. Rowling a reason suffering that to be on to the Stephen Colbert show? After everything we've been through, what makes you think I want to watch Jude Law flick around a magic wand in front of a green screen? What made you think that? Like, haven't we been through enough? Let us live. Where? Let us breathe. Okay, they're threatening to go us to another lockdown, okay? Let us, let us breathe for a second. Ezra, this is for you and you only. I know you need a check. You need to finish that Flash movie and release it all right i don't know what they were thinking with the snyder cut nobody asked for that all right release the flash movie sir i love you i hope you're taking care of yourself also to my mans wait i forgot his name what's his name the guy who played cyborg wow am i even a fan hold on hold on hold on justice league cast this is gonna show me his name right just just how do you spell league justice league cast what's his name it's like Ray, Ray Fisher, Ray. Yeah, Ray Fisher. If you need somebody to help you co-write um, Victor Stone's movie, hit me oh, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Follow me on Twitter. I know you stream on Twitch. Just follow me on Twitch and like hit me up in Discord, and I can do that for you. Okay, you, I got you. You guys have I a love chat you. session. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got that for you. I got that for you. Got that for you. And uh, Josh Sweden, I hope you eat grass. Just want to throw that in there. Yeah. Just another white man that when I see you, it sounds like yeah. I love Christmas. Um, <laughs>
Oh my gosh. Well, I think that's it. Yeah. That's all I have to say. That's all I have to say either. We really hit every single nail on the head. Did we even talk about Christmas movies really? Yeah, we did. We were talking about Christmas movies for a solid like hour. Yeah, and then we just kind of like delved into whatever we wanted to talk we had about. To, we had to address a little bit. Mm-hmm. We had to address a little bit. Also, Nicki Minaj, I don't know who needs to take your phone away, but somebody needs to do it. Exactly. Do it. Where's, all right. Go back to the studio. Where's the next album? Nicki, don't release no more music. All right. Leave your husband. Okay. Yeah, like, checklist. Checklist. One, stay off your phone. Two, leave your husband. Three, raise your child. Mm-hmm. Four, I don't know, maybe in a few years, consider dropping a mixtape, an EP, but like maybe a little while, like take care of your child first. You have more important things to do right now than releasing music. First it was 6 9 and now it's her literal husband. She's married to that man. He can't drop his kid off at school because he's not allowed within five, like, mm, man, that little boy finna be homeschooled. You'll have to get <laughs> Which doesn't look good for the little boy. Doesn't look good for that kid. Oh my gosh, we need to we need to pray for these kids. Their parents don't know how to act, bro. Imagine you start crying in your crib and then your mom is going off on Instagram, Instagram Live, <laughs> like, and you're like, "Wait, no, never mind. I'm done." You're like, "No, actually, you know what? You can feed me later. You go ahead, go follow yeah. them people. I'll get my I get my bottle later. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I'll actually get myself. Don't no, no, I, don't. I don't actually wait. learn how to walk right now. I, I learned to how to walk at two weeks old so I can feed myself. So, because my mom is too busy getting on Instagram Live yelling at people because the person she made a song with likes to tan a little too heavily. But I guess I guess I feed myself in this house. Don't worry, I'll clean the house too. Clearly. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'll change my own diaper. It's okay. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I got it. I'm not a wipe. <sighs> okay. Well, so thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this was quite the episode. Uh, we just kind of went all over the place. Very freeform, very much not like our typical episodes. No, it is like our typical episodes. We yeah. do go. No, yeah, this is this is times. exactly yeah. like all yeah. of our episodes. Let's not lie. Let's not lie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening. If you made it this far, I really appreciate you. Uh, feel free to follow us on Instagram. Feel free to listen to the show, of course. Uh, follow us on Spotify. Uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You know, do all the things. And we will see you in the new year. We have two episodes coming out. They have been pre-recorded. We have some special guests in those episodes. So look out for those. And we'll be back to our regular episodes uh, in the new year. Mm-hmm. So I'll see you guys soon. We'll so see you guys have soon. fun. Happy holidays. Merry yes. Christmas. Have fun. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.